0: guys, this episode we're going to be talking about how to use dependency injection in your code to make it more flexible and more testable at the same time. So let's take a look at an example of this. We have a user model with a geocode method and this is pretty straightforward. It goes and talks to the Google Maps API and says, hey, ge- geocode this address for me. And that returns a latitude and longitude and we save that to the user model so we can use it later like displaying the user on a map. So this was pretty straightforward, but we have a strict dependency on the Google Maps API. And that's the problem. It makes it harder to test. We have to stub out this geocode method. We have to use the Google Maps API every single time, even if they've rate limited us or something like that, maybe they're down and that can be a problem. So what we can do instead is use dependency injection. And it's exactly like the name sounds this strict dependency that we need to use the Google Maps API can get replaced with a way to inject it. So if we replace this with an argument called service and have that as our default, then we can continue to call this method the exact same way, but we also can override that service. So if we wanted to use a different API, we could, we just pass it in and the geocode method will use that instead. So it's pretty straightforward to call this now. We can say user.geocode and pass in a different API. So let's say a fake maps API for testing. We could pass that in and that's going to update our user with whatever the fake maps API's geocode method um, uh, returns. So any class that you would pass in as your service needs to implement geocode, which accepts an address and returns a lat long uh, array. So we can define this fake maps API and have either a class method that we define that takes an address, doesn't do anything with it and just returns a fake latitude and longitude back. So as simple as that is, we can now use this for our testing and have it return the array that we choose to now another cool thing is that we can actually use an instance for this and change this to an instance method and then we can have an initialize here that we have uh taken a lat and a long that we want to return and we can say lat long equals lat long and now we can have a configurable version of this for our tests So if we have latitude and longitude as configurable, now we can go and say, let's go pass in 00 or 01 and this will change the return value for a geocode accordingly. So this can be very helpful for making uh, tests. If you wanna make sure that your values are different in different cases, you can do that. Uh, Maybe you wanna make sure that these values lat long are returning Actual latitude longitudes and not some wild number that doesn't actually fit So this approach allows us to make this code more configurable Because now we can go replace this at any time in our own code Maybe you have a background job that needs to make a ton of API requests and you use a different API for that um, Or a rake task to import a CSV. You might want to do that as well Um, There's any reason that you could replace this. And our code isn't really any more complex, we just now have one more variable that we've added to this method. Now the other thing that you can do to this is actually use a keyword argument so that it is even more explicit as to what's going on here rather than an unnamed parameter when you call that method. So by specifically saying this service, is what we want to use when we call geocode. I think it's a lot more readable and it even makes this a little bit more readable because it gets highlighted um, a bit differently. So this is dependency injection. It allows you to replace those dependencies dynamically. This is really awesome for anything like exporting. If you have different formats like HTML, JSON, YAML, CSV, you can have the format uh, or the formatter as your dependency um, injection variable, and then that's going to allow you to change the format you export in just by passing in the different formatter. This works really well as well for things like Hatchbox that has different backends like AWS, or Linode, or DigitalOcean, or Vulture. We can replace each one of those when we create a server just by passing in the correct dependency. So this comes in handy in a lot of different cases, and it's something important to know to have in your toolbox when you're building something that should be configurable. So that is it for this episode, and we'll talk more about testing this in the next one. Peace.